Welcome to Tips for the Transition, where we have deep, meaningful conversations about how significant changes can affect us, our families, relationships, and careers, and how we can move through those changes with more ease and grace. I'm your host, Maria Tomas Keegan, Certified Career and Life Coach for Women, and I'm here to help you navigate the messy seasons of life. In the fifth season of the podcast, we'll focus on career transition because in this post-pandemic world, many women are re-examining how they think and feel about their work lives. So we answer big questions like, who am I now? And how do I move on from here? The resources we create with each episode can help women move from panic to powerful and from rocky to resilient. So if you're ready to consider new options, be inspired, and meet incredible women who are on this life journey with us, you're in the right place. This is Tips for the Transition. Today I'm going to do something a little different. I would usually be introducing you to an inspiring woman with her own transitional story to tell. But today I'd like to uh, do it a little differently. I'm going to do a little solo show. And I'd like to talk about a subject that I've learned is very important, especially in times like these. I call this episode, Building a Resilient Mindset. As most of us remain in our homes and, and we're trying to prevent the spread of the coronavirus, I am sure if you're anything like me, you are craving a lot of things. Human contact outside of our own family, I know I'm missing my hugs from friends and colleagues, Uh, or face-to-face interaction, getting together over lunch or dinner with friends, family, uh, and maybe getting the kids back to school. As I think about what else I crave, though, I wish I had more foresight to see how all of this is going to change our world. I wish I had a crystal ball for more clarity about what I should be doing to prepare for all of this change that's happening. And I wish I knew when we could move about the cabin again and, and, and feel safe. With all the doubt in our minds and the worry, at least in my heart, it's no wonder we're feeling a bit out of control. And having a resilient mindset is key to coping with uncertainty. So I've heard it said many times during this pandemic that we're all in this together, and that is very true. But I recently read uh, a perfect response to that, uh, and that is, yes, but we're not all in the same boat. Everyone's situation is a little different. And it matters what we are each going through. But what matters, I think, even more is how we recover from those adverse circumstances. And the ability to bounce back after devastating losses will make the difference between a triumphant reemergence and a disappointing failure. That's evidence of resiliency. But you can't acquire this skill without work and experience. 
and picking up the pieces when everything seems to have fallen apart isn't easy. And guess what? Not everyone may recognize that they have this tool in their treasure chest. So what's next? What I'd like to share with you today are some simple techniques that you can practice to help you build a resilient mindset so you can rebound from whatever your situation is today and move forward to accomplish bigger and better things. There's something I'd like to do before I get to those mindset practices though. Let, let's explore what we're practicing to build. So what does resilience look like? Think about the people you know who are resilient. They may have experienced significant losses, taken a bit of time to recover, then bounce back stronger than before. Think about the characteristics of those people. A noted psychologist, Susan Kobasha, suggests that there are three main categories under which resilience characteristics can fall. So let's see how those three play out. The first one is challenge. Those with a resilient mindset typically see adversity differently. They see it as a challenge. Rather than stopping them in their tracks, they look for new solutions to address the problem. Then they step aside and look at the situation as an objective observer. This perspective allows them to see the lessons from the mistakes or the failures and to shift their approach so they get a better result the next time. And another thing about resilient people, they don't linger in that place called victimhood. The next one is commitment. So we talked about three areas, right? Three categories. So the first one is challenge. The second one is commitment. And first it's a commitment to what's most important. Resilient people are committed to take guidance from their own core values and beliefs so they can make decisions that honor them. Then the commitment starts at home within themselves. It comes from uh, building self-confidence and having humility. And in my opinion, also a bit of grace. So from there, you're likely to see their involvement in their own lives, in their relationships and their friendships and their community. And, and we mirror back to them because we see how they treat themselves. That is a sign of a very resilient person. The third one's control. And of course, by that, I mean personal control because we all know there are a lot of things we can't control in life. This pandemic is a brilliant example of that. So the wise and resilient ones among us are most likely to accept that fact that we can't control everything and focus on, on the things they can control. 
when you spend your energy on matters you can do something about, you feel empowered and satisfied that you're moving forward and making progress. So now that we know what we're shooting for, what those characteristics of resilience are, let's explore what it takes to, to develop a resilient mindset. But before we do that, I'd like to take just a short break to share something with you. As a career and life coach for women uh, specializing in transition, I believe in lifting others as we climb. And one way I uplift women is by creating resources to help them. And one of those resources is this program, this Tips for the Transition series of conversations, usually with women, uh, other women, not just me. Uh, and another resource is my book. So we're talking about resilience um, on this show and what it takes to be flexible yet sturdy and pick up pieces and find new solutions. But if this isn't your normal way of being or thinking, if you're typically a naysayer or you're a wait and seer or you're a procrastinator, what I call the someday'ers, then you may not have noticed that you can choose to build a more resilient mindset that can help you get through adverse times like this COVID-19 world. I'm going to give you the first five of my list of 10. That's for the sake of time. And because I'd love for you to go to my website to get the rest of them. So these are some nuggets of wisdom that are useful tips for the transition you find yourself in today and in the future. As you listen to them, notice how many of these build on each other. If you incorporate one, you'll serve yourself really well. However, if you add another practice and another and another, your resilience will grow and you will become sturdier yet flexible. And another great benefit is that you will find yourself bouncing back quicker than before. So here's number one, take care of yourself. Now this is nothing new, everybody tells us about self-care. But what I want you to know is your ability to cope with, when things are not going as planned is directly related to how well you treat yourself. So the usual suspects are on this list, get enough rest, feed yourself well, nourish your body, have self-compassion, give yourself a break, and give yourself some me time. So taking care of yourself is really key and it is, I think, it's number one on the list for a reason. The second one is mind your mind. Often we rehash and ruminate and then rinse and repeat and we keep repeating the same old stories in our heads and they're usually not positive ones. They're usually ones that can take us down the rabbit hole. It's not good. Find positive ways to turn that chatter into self-talk that empowers you rather than keeps you feeling like a victim. Because remember, resilient people don't play that role, at least not for very long, as I said. Number three is to change the way you look at things. 
sometimes it just takes a two millimeter shift to see something different. To make that pivot, ask yourself some questions. One of them might be, what if this was my, my idea? What if this was my idea? What would I be doing then? What if it was my idea? Or what would I say to my best friend in the same situation? So being able to change your perspective makes a huge difference in your ability to discover new solutions. The fourth one is the lesson. What is the lesson? And the lesson is perspective also helps you to step back and see what you've learned from the circumstances you faced. It may not have turned out well. You may have seen it even as a failure. Here's the treasure. When you look back without judgment, there's the key, and seek the oyster, you know, the one with the pearl in it, you will have another tool to use the next time. And that means you get to do it better the next time, better and better and better as you learn the lessons. So here's number five. Tap into your resources. We all have them. Most of us, many of us forget all the resources we have inside our, ourselves. If you've lived a minute and a half on this earth, you have probably accumulated a lot of reserves. By this I mean you have knowledge, you have experience, and you have skills to do things well. So think about all of those things and make a list. The more items on your list, the more reserves you have, the more things you can lean on, fall back on, pull, back, pull into the, the present moment and use. Acknowledging that you have these deep wells of support will again, empower you and help you build res resilience. You merely have to tap into them. So that's the first five strategies. Take care of yourself, mind your mind, change the way you look at things. And the lesson is, and tap into your reserves. So these can help you build or strengthen your mindset so you can become more resilient when your world gets turned upside down. These are the tools in your treasure chest and you get to put them out, pull them out and practice them on a daily basis just to get stronger, more flexible, better. But I have to tell you, my very favorite tool is number six. It's called Create Your Cloak. If that intrigues you at all, I invite you to go to my website and find the article that I have written about resilience. And I'll tell you exactly how to do that. Go to transitionandthrivewithmaria.com and click on the blog at the upper nav bar and then click on the category resiliency and building confidence. And then the article will be at the top left. I invite you to look at it. Thank you so much for indulging me in this solo show. 
I hope it helps you find, feel more empowered and equipped to look beyond this time in your life and uh, find more hope and a sense of well-being no matter what happens. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. If any tidbit of this resonates with you, please look for me, go to my website, connect with me. I would love to hear from you. This series of conversations that I usually have with women and maybe every once in a while, I'll do one of these solos, but they're inspired by my book, which you've heard about. And I love to share these life strategies so that they can help you turn your world right side up again. So I invite you to share these shows with women in your life so that none of us will ever again feel like we are alone. Many of us have gone through similar experiences and we're here to help. And as I said, we want to help you through your journey with more ease and grace. I believe it's our time to thrive. Will you join me on that ride? Till next time, I'm Maria Tomas Keegan. Thank you.